Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Welcome, welcome to the Business Chef Podcast with me, Chef Sean Boucher. Thank you for joining us. We have someone who is a dear friend of the show coming back on today, Mr. Greg Orgoni, who has a lot to do with the future of our food service industry, particularly in the healthcare and senior living space. So without further ado... I know he's one of our favorite guests, so I don't want to take much time away from him. And I want you to get the most out of this conversation. So without further ado, Mr. Greg Gorgoni. So the last time we talked, um, I was designing kitchens for healthcare. And so, you know, that came from, you know, my, my time that I spent as a consultant working with process improvements in hospitals and senior living communities. And the natural step is, you know, you end up having to do designs and redesigns and to give them the processes they need. And so I was doing this one project and it was a senior community in the middle of um, Missouri. And so the client wanted to build a, a new addition to the building and make it a really nice kitchen and dining room. Uh, he had plans to bring in different pieces of business into the building. And so um, so we had the opportunity to design the whole building and design the kitchen, the dining room. But not only that, we also did all the menu plans and the policies and procedures and, and everything needed to get this thing open. And so, you know, myself and, and a couple of colleagues, we went in and we spent a week and, and we did the go live with the, the client. And, you know, first started out by training, training the staff uh, on how to use the equipment in the kitchen. We, we set the kitchen up, we prepped all the food, we got everything ready. And then, and then we launched and we showed people their different positions and what they would do. And overall it, it went very well and um, everybody was very excited and it was well received by the community and the surrounding town and, and dignitaries that came in and it, it was a big deal. And, um, and people were very, very happy. Well, about a year later, I happen to be back at the same building, and and what, you know what do I see? Well, I see changes in processes, uh, new players, um, you know, different food service director, different chef, and and so everything that we had spent all this time and frankly a lot of the clients' money on getting these people prepared to open had kind of fallen out, and so you know we looked at that and and and. My, my current business partner and I looked at this and, and said, okay, what is the issue here? And so, as you know, uh, we can certainly go in and train and retrain and go on site and do these things. But the problem is, is the, it's cost prohibitive to just keep going back over and over again for, for many uh, in the senior community space. And so, um, we had an opportunity uh, when we started our company to do some video production for a client, which we did, and, um, and it was all about culinary arts. And so we really realized that, that you know, going online and teaching people uh, through video 
um, and, and using what's called an LMS, a learning management system uh, online, is really where, where training is going. Um, yes, is there times when, when it's appropriate to go on site? Yes, you, it's still gonna have to happen. But, but what do you do to sustain that for the long term? And so really it's having the same type of training that everybody does, uh, whether they've been there for 10 or 20 years or they're onboarding for the first time and they're coming in into the community or into your organization. And so by having set processes th through an academy uh, like that we have, uh, gives operators a chance to have consistent training in, the, in people seeing the same thing and saying the same things uh, rather than just following somebody around. Um, I think those of us that are in food service, uh, we certainly can relate to the fact that many of the training techniques have been, you know, follow this guy. You know, you do your HR paperwork the first day, and then the second day you're following, you know, Susie Q around the, the dining room or the kitchen or whatever it is. And the problem is if that person has bad habits or doesn't know something or forgets to do something to show you, then the new guy or the new gal, you know, is is at a deficit. They're, they're coming out of the gate, uh, you know, with a problem. And so by using the Pineapple Academy as an first as an onboarding tool, you get consistent training for everybody that starts. But as important, you actually get all the staff to do it as well, that even if they've been there for, for 100 years, so that everybody is seeing the same thing and speaking the same language. Um, and so, and, and one of the things we also, we do is, we give examples of policy procedures that people can download and use, but we always tell them to make it their own, check with their local jurisdictions, check with you know, the, their local board of health, their state regulations, their federal regulations, and make sure that they're complying you know, with, with what's needed when those surveyors come in. But, it, but at the end of the day, uh, it's fairly consistent throughout healthcare, whether it's in a hospital, or senior living, assisted living, memory care, a lot of these processes are very, very familiar to, to each of these audiences, and so they need to know it. And so that what, that's what motivated us to start the Pineapple Cap Academy, is realizing that, A, uh, there's not enough training in senior living and in hospitals for food service workers. B, uh, we have an amazingly aging population going on right now, the baby boomers, as, as most of your audience has probably heard of. There's 10,000 people turning 65 every day in this country. So that means that our healthcare providers are just gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes on. And, and there's less and less staff available to take care of them. And so, you know, there's certain things that we can do with spaces and planning and design to make things more efficient. Uh, but really what we have to do is get the competencies and the skill sets of the individual staff members up to a level where they can handle the volume and also get cross-trained. Um, and so, you know, that's one of the things we tell our customers or our clients, like, hey, you can take your dishwasher, train through all the basics that he needs to do and make sure he knows how to use the three compartment sink and your dish machine and all that. But why not start teaching them how to use a knife? how to do certain prep, how to do things. Because if that cook doesn't show up one day and it's only you and him there, 
then guess who's going to be helping cooking that day? It's going to be the dishwasher. So uh, we're promoting it as a cross-training tool as well. Well, I think you make an interesting point there because I think we've gotten to a point in this industry where there is no such thing as a one-trick pony. We are yes. all having to do multiple things. We're all having to learn different skills, whether that's from you know line cooks learning interpersonal skills that maybe they wouldn't have known in the past. That's right. Um, to dishwashers learning prep, to uh, you know managers learning how to not just manage, but how to lead. And I think that there is right. a definite need in our industry for people to be multifaceted because, as you said, as you know, some of the challenges arise that our our industry is facing with rising minimum wage and things of that nature. It's it's much more difficult to offset those costs initially. So what do we have to do? We have to end up doing more with less. And how do we do that? Well, instead of having two people making 10 bucks an hour, you have one person making 15, but that $15 an hour employee needs to have $5 an hour more worth of skills. And right. it's hard enough to manage and run an operation, especially in healthcare, that that is you know, multifaceted. You're not just getting the health department, you're getting Title 22, you're getting OSHA, you're getting all these different regulatory agencies in there. And there's a different level of competency that is kind of needed. Um, you know, but the nice thing about healthcare is that they're also compensated better generally when it comes right. to benefits and paid time off. So I think you've got a really interesting idea here as far as being able to, to build up and retain employees with these different skills. So with that said, um, talk about the management portion. Like what does this do for management? What does this do for leadership in terms of, you know, taking things off their plate or helping them or helping things? Sure. Or streamlined. Well, as we we probably aware, it, you know, many food service managers and chefs are are running around all day with hair on fire. Uh, there's just too many things to do in a day, and so, you know, I I think there's a level of frustration with a lot of managers because you know they they have this revolving door of employees, and and so they're just feeling like they're always you know playing catch up, and so what we're trying to do is give not only the managers, but the entire operation tools so that everybody can do their job and do the right thing day to day. And so part of our strategy or part of what we, what we promote is the fact that the Pineapple Academy is a stepping stone in a career. And it, and it kind of started out that way because, you know, I started out as a pot washer. That was my first job. I was 20 years old and I was in college and I was taking some crazy sales and marketing classes and accounting classes, and, and I hated all of it. And, uh, but I still needed a job, and, and I ended up in a restaurant, you know, uh, doing pots and pans. And so that's kind of launched it. But, you know, here we are, you know, fast forward 35 years, and, you know, I've had an amazing career, done a lot of interesting things, and it all started out by being a pot washer. So we took that and equated it to a pot washer or a dishwasher starting in healthcare. And it's like, do they realize or do they understand that there is an entire career in front of them of possibilities in, in this space? And, um, and it all starts by getting the basics in early on so you feel comfortable in that environment. And so what it does for managers, it is it, you know, it kind of frees them up a little bit 
um, to, to, you know, do some more mentoring, but based on the curriculum that's in the academy. It's like, it's nothing to, to look at, at, walk through your operation and see someone doing something they shouldn't be doing or doing it incorrectly and be able to say, you know what, I want to work with this guy, but let's start by assigning him or reassigning him a course. So I go back to my office and I make a note, you know, uh, little Johnny needs to, you know, do a better job washing his hands or whatever. And I send out a, a, uh, an email uh, or an alert or notification to Johnny saying, you, you need to take this class over again and then we need to talk about it. So, so now you have this tool, which is, uh, again, uh, it's very concise, dense information. Um, this isn't about going to college or university. This is about knowing what you need to know um, on a daily basis. And it allows a manager to do corrective actions on an employee or a staff member um, and then do follow-up very easily. And, and the beauty of it, it's all tracked. Um, and so at this point, we have a cloud-based system that, that tracks all the education, the training, uh, all the competencies that people have learned. And you have the ability to reassign things as often as you want. And the other thing that we do with the Pineapple Academy uh, that we give managers tools on is to show them how to load their own co content. So we have what's called an open platform. So that means if we go to XYZ community and let's say they have a special meatloaf that they're famous for and they want everybody to do the meatloaf the same way, there's nothing to say you can't pull out an iPhone and interview your cook doing the proper process for that meatloaf and then... Um, you know, show it to everybody there, and it's actually assign um, um, the curriculum to everybody else or other properties. So, if you're part of a multi-property uh, organization, you can create a corporate standard and filter it down to everybody. So, what it ends up being for a manager is really the backbone of the operation in the sense that you've got a uh, training tool, you have a, an area where you can document things. You have an area for correction. You have a place where you can run reports and, and show, um, you know, surveyors and people walking. This is my training program. This is where we're at. This is, you know, where my the level of my staff training is and, and what everyone's done, and and be able to track that because in today's environment, not only are you responsible for the, knowing that your staff has this uh, information and can apply it but you actually have to show what your process is. And so this is gonna be something very new uh, in healthcare for a lot of people. It's like, not only are they gonna to have to say, yeah, he can wash his hands, but you have to actually demonstrate and show what the process is and how you track it. And now with a, cl a cloud-based LMS, you can do it very easily. And so, um, so these are some major tools for operators and managers uh, they can use day to day and, and keep themselves out of trouble. Uh, and at the same time, hopefully incentivize and, and give people motivation to take the next step in the Pineapple Academy. You know, you've learned your competencies. Great. Let's talk about some customer service. Okay. Now let's talk about culinary basics, you know, and it just goes on and on and on. And so, um, you know, what I'm really excited about is the idea is, is, is that dishwasher, who starts poking around in the Pineapple Academy and, and gets motivated by what they see and want to know more, and it pushes them to you know, master their job, but 
want to move to the next job, you know, let, let's be a prep cook next, you know, and then the line cook and, the, and all that. So um, that's what gets me excited about all this. Well, I think you make a great point that I think there's a lot of people that just, they don't know what they don't know. Um, and once they learn a little bit about something, I mean, I, I was kind of the same way. I got into cooking kind of by accident and I, I learned a few things and then all of a sudden it was like a light bulb went on and I said, well, this is interesting. Like I've, you know, I always wanted to create and this is the ultimate creative outlet, you know, in so right. many ways. And, and that, that really just kind of turned me on my head. You know, I never saw myself working in a kitchen. I never saw myself going through, you know, the different jobs and things that I've had because I, I kind of viewed myself as an artist initially, but as I got more into it, I realized that the skills and the attributes that I had really lent itself to, to cooking and culinary arts and, and uh, you know, the different, the different business forms also that, uh, that this industry has, I kind of gravitated towards those. And, you know, granted it took me 25 years to really get to a point where I said, well, you know, now's the time where, where I want to kind of culminate all these skills and, you know, we're going to, I'm going to start doing consulting and we're going to have this podcast and, you know, all these different things. But it, the, the point is you just really never know what direction your career is going to take and you never know what opportunities are going to be afforded you, but you need to be prepared and ready when those opportunities are, are presented to you. And I think the Pineapple Academy, especially in the healthcare space, because there's not, there's a lot of real unique aspects about healthcare. Right. I think, you know, having a specialized platform that really focuses on the unique attributes and really focuses on the individual needs really is something, something that's needed out there and something that will absolutely be, be a game changer potentially. Right. So, you know, with that said, if people are out there listening and they think, man, this, this sounds really, really interesting that, you know, I want to, want to look into this. I want to try this out. What's the best way to, to check out what you have going? Well, uh, thanks for asking. I, I mean, I think the first thing to do is just go on our website. Uh, it's the pineappleacademy.com. And uh, there's a lot of information there and uh, there's more and more coming um, every week. And uh, people can take a look at it, and um, there is a uh, an area in the website we can fill out a request for more information, and then we can actually do an online demo with you. Uh, we we schedule for an hour uh, to have somebody you know take you through the academy and show you everything and and what it can do for you. Um, and so um, uh, that would be the first step I would take. And that's just pineappleacademy.com, correct? Uh, it's, the, it's the pineappleacademy.com. See, there you go. Good thing I asked. <laughs> there you go. And then you can always look me up on LinkedIn. Um, again, it's Greg Gorgoni. It's G-O-R-G-O-N-E. And um, we also have a Pineapple Academy page on LinkedIn as well. So, All right. So final question. As a parting piece of guidance, what, what, do, what don't we know? As, as chefs, as food service professionals, how, what's out there that maybe we're not taking advantage of or we're not doing well or we could be doing better? What's something that we could each do to kind of improve our careers? 
Well, I think a lot of people don't realize what resources are available to them. Um, and so, you know, you have to be a lifelong learner. And so you ha have to talk to people and get involved. And so, you know, when I got first got into healthcare after transitioning from hospitality in the restaurant business, I got involved with an organization called the Association of Nutrition and Food Service Professionals, which is called ANFP. And they are the group that accredits people to be what's called a certified dietary manager. And so by getting involved with that group, um, it gave me a lot of resources and a lot of connections, both with uh, fellow vendors and other operators and, and whatnot. And it, and it gives you tools and, and a lot of access to a lot of material. And so I would say, you know, realize that, that, that this is a, a very robust industry and, and there's a lot of content there and, and realize that, you know, things like the Pineapple Academy and ANFP and, and other organizations are out there to help you. And so um, that would be the first thing I would say. Um, you know, one of the things that we say about the Pineapple Academy is, it, this again is a stepping stone to become a certified dietary manager or to become a food service director in a large hospital or to become eventually an executive chef in, in a healthcare setting. And so realize that everything is just a stepping stone um, and that we're all trying to reach that next step in our career, uh, whether you've been in it for one day or a or hundred years. Um, you know, there's always movement and there's things going on. And so, um, you know, getting on LinkedIn and, and, and then, you know, networking within there and connect with other like-minded people or people in the same industry is a great educational tool. You know, you learn about what other people are doing and you can, you know, pick up the phone and call people. Um, I had total strangers, you know, try to reach out to me on LinkedIn and, and suddenly the next thing you know, I'm on a phone with them and then, then suddenly I'm doing business with them or we're helping each other out. And so it, it really is important that we understand there's a lot of people uh, have been through the same processes that you're trying to go through um, and, and reach out to them. There's a lot of great people out there who are willing to mentor and spend time you know, with you to help you uh, grow your career. That Greg Orgoni, he's a smart man. You never know unless you ask. So don't be afraid to ask. What's the worst thing that they can tell you? No? Special thanks to Greg Orgoni for being with us today. Go check out thepineappleacademy.com. See what it's all about. See what Greg's up to. Connect with him on LinkedIn. And you never know. You never know what might come from that. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food, Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.